Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 144. Today is Monday, July 18th, 2022, and we are live on Discord and YouTube. Thank you for joining us, and please be aware that this call is being recorded and will also be available for you to check out later on the Horizon podcasts. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team on Mentee via the link in chat. And today, let's go ahead and kick it off with engineering. Welcome, Alberto. Hello, everybody. Thank you. As usual, let's start with Zendu. So, for what regards the changes to allow the new kind of sidechains that not need uh, the season functionality, we closed all the activities related to the update of the Fork Manager class. And we also almost completed the development of the next changes that are concerning the block and the mempool validations. Currently, we are working on the RPC commands and the address indexing, and also on the unit and Python tests in parallel, after which we will go through the typical code review activities. Uh, speaking about this new kind of sidechain, as anticipated during the last week in Insider, we have also been working on a new Zen IP document that describes them. And obviously, obviously, we are going to make it public soon uh, once all the review iteration uh, uh, is going to be finished. And so we will keep you posted uh, about it. Then uh, on a different topic, last week we have also been investigating uh, with the help of the infrastructure team a corner case that was blocking the Zen CAI on Travis. A fix was introduced with a dedicated request, which has already been subject to the code review, and that was successful, so PR uh, was merged. Lastly, on Zendu, uh, we are also supporting the documentation activities like uh, sidechain fees uh, from namechain perspective, and here, uh, for example, uh, backward transfer uh, request and forward transfer fees, uh, P2P network protocol, and coins view cache management. All this documentation material will obviously be published on our documentation portal uh, once it's ready. Then, um, switching to SDK, and in particular uh, for what regards Blaze, last week uh, we achieved the completion of many tasks in preparation for the next Blaze version 0.5.0, and in particular we completed the improvements on verification uh, keys generation, I mean with multiple seeds, and we completed the design of the wallet rescan logic. And we almost completed the implementation of the fork manager that was also tested. And apart from this, we're also reviewing uh, the part uh, that is concerning uh, certificate validation of backward transfers limit. So, I mean, we introduced the backward transfer limit in, in the sidechain uh, in order also, I mean, uh, with that original design model where, uh, let me say, uh, the model is preventing someone to fill the limit, for example, in the first block. So, I mean, uh, we we took care of all these aspects, and uh, uh, and currently the implementation is uh, um, is is done, and the reviewing part is is ongoing. Um, so uh, this was the update for what regards uh, Blaze, and on the other hand, for what regards the AVM sidechain, uh, we completed the support for the Ethereum receipts, and we in the, we also integrated the Ethereum Merkle tree, and the Patricia tree, I mean. Uh, the gas fee uh, management uh, and EIP-1559 research uh, was completed and shared. And uh, we ran an internal demonstration uh, last week showcasing the results 
obtaining uh, with the advantages of the sidechain uh, EVM milestone uh, uh, advancement, sorry, of the uh, sidechain EVM milestone one. So great progress also on the EVM sidechain project. Finally, on the proving system side, uh, last week, as part of the ZK EVM implementation strategy, we went on with the analysis on the Plonkish arithmetization and there. And moreover, we have also been involved in several uh, practical tasks, like, for example, writing a recursive program in order to understand the missing features and to detail existing problems. I mean, and here we are speaking, for example, about risk zero. Uh, we have been contact conducting several engineers uh, engineering sessions to better understand the architecture, the design and the code base, and benching other uh, simple programs. Uh, so, I mean, here, uh, good progress in terms of uh, uh, better understanding and testing uh, all the features and uh, understanding the performances and benching. That is, let me say, quite an important uh, step uh, that is necessary uh, for for the, the next phases of the development. So, these were the main points for today. Uh, now, back to you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Alberto. Now I'd like to welcome uh, Victor. Hi, Erika, and good morning, everyone. Um, for this week, uh, we have uh, some, uh, let's say, improvements on uh, the EVM sidechain. As Alberto was saying, we uh, implemented the receipts as well. So um, let's say that uh, we are about to see again uh, the content of the demo we did internally. So uh, by connecting uh, MetaMask uh, to this sidechain node directly and uh, seeing that uh, the uh, let's say the uh, whole customer journey so everything uh, works uh, uh, exactly uh, ex exactly like uh, it does uh, in ethereum um, with uh, not only transaction between accounts but also by interacting with uh, 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 whatever contracts uh, that is deployed uh, that was deployed on the sidechain just to uh, for who have lost uh, previous weekly insider um, we recently did a, a demo in which we have uh, successfully deployed uh, um, a contract using the mix ide uh, that is available uh, for all evm compatible uh, uh, blockchains using metamask uh, as uh, uh, let's say the um, the, the tool uh, that uh, allowed connecting uh, to the sidechain node and uh, successfully interacted also uh, with the contract. Uh, what we were missing uh, was just an information that was not being shown directly in the uh, IDE that was the uh, contract address that we were only able to find looking inside the block and now that uh, the receipts are available can be um, fetched directly from there so a huge improvement uh, seen uh, from the user experience standpoint and uh, we, we are now able to uh, make the complete customer journey without uh, accessing uh, uh, directly uh, the blockchain and um, another thing that we made uh, that we made we provided some documentation for uh, two um trans uh, actually actually they, uh, they are um, already built uh, let's say pre-built smart contracts inside our sidechain that are the one for backward transfer and the other one for uh, uh, forging stake so for stage uh, for staking uh, in our uh, um 
sidechain because uh, they come out of the box with a sidechain node so without the need of uh, uh, deploying directly solidity code solidity code uh, in the sidechain after uh, it is deployed and um, to interact uh, we are building uh, some uh, web3 pages uh, in order to uh, have this functionality available uh, also for the users and um, for it we have, we had to build uh, some specification also sharing uh, the ib um, that uh, let's say for uh, contracts that are written in java and not uh, in solidity uh, is something that uh, we uh, let's say uh, can be good uh, that we have uh, already been able to provide because it means that uh, it's completely compatible with uh, uh, contracts that are built uh, that are built uh, in solidity uh, that's all for me i leave it to angie thank you so much victor and happy monday everyone so token mint updates i would say the obvious uh, we're live on mainnet and this is such a, a big and amazing uh, very exciting accomplishment for the whole team um, and each one of the team members that have participated on um, having Token Mint live on Mainnet. Uh, so still very happy and glad um, and excited for, for this accomplishment and milestone. Um, but then um, some very exciting activities also upcoming. Um, and just kind of like a short recap of everything that was done uh, last week. Of course, we released... Um, new versions of Sphere, uh, both in Mainnet and Testnet, uh, to support uh, Token Mint um, there, Cobalt version as well. Um, and then we also um, continue the efforts for the NFT implementations uh, as well. Uh, so the Testnet uh, release will uh, be upcoming as well in the, in the near future. Um, so really, really exciting on, on really, really exciting uh, times for, for what concerns Token Mint. Um, and we've also started, started um, just sharing internally business requirements for ZK Token Mint uh, that will come also in the future. So a lot of different activities and moving pieces, but I'm uh, really, really glad. I don't want to uh, go too deep into this because I'm sure Rob and Lucy will have more comments about uh, Token Mint on Mainnet and what this means for us. So congratulations to the team. Um, and yeah, just stay tuned uh, for more updates and upcoming activities. Um, back to you, Erica. Thank you. Amazing. How excited. Um, awesome. Let's now welcome Lucy for the marketing updates. Hello, everyone. Um, as Angie has just mentioned, last week we released the to uh, token mint to mainnet. So um, big congrats to our product engineering team and the community for this milestone. You know, this is really just uh, the beginning. And you also mentioned a CK token, man, something that we are working on. If anybody wants to have a, a sneak peek of what that is about, um, take a look at the presentation Rob gave during consensus. You can find it on our new uh, YouTube channel. Um, there's actually a demo of what CK token man will, uh, you know, uh, will be about. And uh, uh, Rob talked about that briefly as well. So, um, and uh, for our token mint right now, we uh, already have some really cool tokens launched on the platform. Uh, I now uh, am a proud owner of some of them. 
<laughs> now the token mint platform is on mainnet it does require a fee to register and mint a new token but um, currently we have a community task on hde that offers a fee reimbursement and a small reward uh, for you to launch a new token and provide detailed feedback so please check out the hde task uh, for uh, the full requirements uh, the task is not very hard and it is a good opportunity to launch your own real token on token mainnet for free. So uh, there is a limited amount of uh, uh, spots available for submissions. So uh, if you're interested, I encourage you to act quickly. Uh, also, special shout out to Erica, uh, aka Crypto Cryptid on Twitch. Erica live streamed her token launch last week and demonstrated how to create and mint a token, uh, mint a token on Token Mint. Uh, I think she airdropped her uh, new token to uh, all the live audience. So if you missed her stream and you can you can go to her Twitter and then ask for some of her token. Maybe she will send you some. She's she's usually really nice. OK, um, so just, you know, do that. <laughs> you may get lucky. Uh, and then also our Q2 report was published as well. Uh, it's just really amazing to see how much uh, the team accomplished in the last three months. Uh, from token mint te testnet to mainnet, the community growth and engagement increase um, increases and uh, all the events we uh, participated in, media responses that we received, they are really all, you know, very great. Um, and it's particularly awesome to see our project thriving, even in a tough market situ um, condition. So there was a lot of work behind the scenes and, uh, uh, you know, we are not slowing down uh, and we have just started and we have a lot more to deliver in Q3. Uh, lastly, but not the least, um, our senior VP of product and engineering, Rosario, uh, was a guest at the Grit, uh, Grit Daily uh, podcast. Uh, this is a podcast often speaks to uh, guests about their behind the scenes stories as startups. Rosario started, uh, shared her stories and uh, talked about Tokament and uh, explained how our tech is contributing to the Web3 movement. Uh, she was also interviewed by uh, women in blockchains uh, some, uh, some weeks ago, I believe. Uh, we have just received, recently received the recording of the interview and uh, we shared it on social media. So uh, in the interview, she talked about CK Audit uh, and the importance of a uh, decentralized proof of reserve system. So please take a listen if you missed it. Um, that's it from me. Back to you, Erica. Very exciting. And yes, I did airdrop some of my sugar token to people that attended my stream. Feel free to check the link out above uh, if you're interested in learning how to create your own token on TokenMint. Uh, now we'll be welcoming Rob for leadership updates and Q&A session. And I just want to remind everybody to vote for your favorite questions on Menti. Hello, everyone. Lucy, I, I completely missed who you said was nice sometimes. Um, but anyway, we'll just leave it at that. I won't make any comments. Um, okay, so on, on my end, guys, we, we've got a bunch going on. Like Lucy said, we are not slowing down at all. And right now we're in that really fun moment of our project's history where we're just delivering. and We're delivering a lot. And it's just going to more cool things are coming is the bottom line. So while we're in this delivery mode and we've already, we always talk to you guys every week about specifically what we're delivering. You, you know, Token Mint just went live last week on mainnet. Huge deal for us. Uh, really excited for that because it's the first 
working production, uh, working sidechain in production using Zendu. It's a really big deal. So now you can mint fungible tokens in Horizon uh, and soon NFTs. The next big thing, EVM, yes, the, we like to repeat to you guys every week the big things that we're working on. So you'll know what the big milestones are for the project. Um, the EVM work, just to confirm everything you've heard here, uh, is actually a little bit ahead of schedule. And I can say quite proudly that from the moment we started doing design work to integrating um, Ethereum EVM into a Horizon sidechain to the moment of getting a demo, and you know, I hope by the end of this month, we'll mark three months on this particular project. So three months from design of a sophisticated integration into a snark-enabled um, interoperability protocol as a Horizon sidechain, and now we will be getting Ethereum-compatible smart contracting. Um, so again, on testnet, but three months from design to testnet is a really big uh, win for us as a team, as a community, and it just shows you the caliber and capacity of the team to be able to do things, uh, you know, in I think very aggressive timelines. So anyway, well, more to come. That'll be a major milestone for us once we actually get um, this system on public testnet, and we'll have specific dates for you guys, but it'll be soon. Um, and then we'll roll from there. But while these things are ongoing, uh, we're, we're also using this as an opportunity to uh, think deeply about our core technical strategy. In particular, we had a very interesting uh, main chain strategy conversation last week where now we're getting, uh, we're circling back. And the, the reality is we are uh, built on a Bitcoin-like blockchain yeah, heritage through Zcash into Horizon. We've made some very important modifications mm-hmm. at the consensus level to our main chain, integrating Zendu for the interoperability. Um, but it, now that we're at the point where uh, we've, we're in, del- in delivery mode for a lot of really important side chains, and we're going to continue there, but let's revisit the overall system architecture, including, importantly, for the main chain. So is continuing down this Bitcoin-like through Zcash to Zencash to Horizon uh, heritage main chain. Is this the way to go? And if yes, uh, if yes, we want to you know say double down on privacy. Uh, if yes, maybe we want to be aggressive about upstream improvements for Bitcoin Zcash, so on and so forth. Or do we want to take a different strategic perspective where we say, okay, well, the Bitcoin technology space has evolved signif- significantly over the last five years since we've been a project. So why don't we, you know, just think from scratch and think through what is the pure vision for what we want as an ecosystem and think through what type of technology would match that vision and then have the complete, uh, you know, creative options or space of options open where we can take any learnings, any, you know, new sophisticated blockchain technologies that have been deployed over the last five years and start there. So it, as an example, if we were to go down the new creative path uh, on the main chain side, we could consider things like, I don't know, say like full recursion. So we can have a, a super succinct, uh, you know, minimalist uh, database for a blockchain. We could have very, very uh, fast and cryptographically secure um, you know, finality on chain, things like that. Um, it, maybe we want to go down the just be blazingly fast, you know, like Solana or other projects that are on the market where to them speed for transactions was probably the most important dominating feature, right? So anyway, I'm just throwing out different options and the way that I look at this and the way that we talked about it last week was 
we have kind of two two strategic buckets. We we keep doing more of what we're doing now, but we just be very deliberate about it. And this is crafted around a, clear, a concise vision statement where we're going to go down this Bitcoin Zcash the, through Zencash and Horizon Path. So that means UTXO based chain. That means um, you know um, privacy, uh, you know shielded pool like we have. Um, and just be deliberate and be aggressive on maintaining that and expanding uh, functionalities. Uh, or we go down this other path and really disguise the limit in terms of innovation and choosing, picking and choosing what's, what exists in the market, uh, probably leveraging a lot of the work we've done on the sidechain side already so that we can just integrate some of those technologies. And really, we have two different paths. But importantly, and the second main point that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is this is not a decision that this team talking to right now is qualified to make. I mean, qualified, technically qualified, of course, right? Um, what I mean is that this ecosystem really does require, now that we're, we're uh, delivering the key platform components to open up this ecosystem, it really does require open governance. This is not the kind of thing where a team makes unilateral decisions. And of course, we could say, in theory, community has always been steering the ship and the community can always choose what uh, you know, versions of software to run. But it, let's, let's be explicit about it. We need to be better about community governance and open or community decision making and open governance. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to craft this main chain strategy, these these different options that are available into ZenEps, and we are going to present these to the community. And we have to get serious about the ZenEps process, which we are now on the back end. We we have the infrastructure and we're actively working to just process these things and publish them and market them to you guys so they can actually be aware that they exist and. You'd be encouraged to you know, uh, opine and comment on them. Uh, we need to get better at it, and we need to have real community buy-in through a process of you know, like open, deliberate, and vigorous debate. Um, because any of these strategic paths, um, are, you know, they're major poten- potentially. One is a, a potential um, major protocol shift or pivot, and the other is just doing more of what we're doing now. So probably less controversial, but. We need to be deliberate about choosing that path if that is the right path for the community. And if we do, then really doubling, tripling down on it so that we can get aggressive about deliveries and, and following upstream improvements. Okay, final thing I'm going to mention, maybe uh, prelude to the final thing, is uh, the EVM ecosystem. So yes, we're delivering this this uh, really cool piece of technology and Ethereum virtual machine integrated it as a Horizon sidechain. But just delivering the technology is not good enough. We don't want to deliver tech and then no one uses it. Um, so we're simultaneously now going through a big effort as a team. And you know, also certain community members are helping out in a big way of bringing in ecosystem partners so that on day one, when we launch, we have the basics of an EVM ecosystem. And then what I want is a roadmap so that we can very quickly mature that ecosystem. Um, so anyway, we're... we're working with a bunch of partners and uh, you know people that are interested in Horizon and other people that have already built in other EVMs. And we're trying to get as much activity and attention to our EVM as possible so that when we launch on day one, it's, you know, has a modicum of success already because it has the fundamentals already there. So we've talked in other, other weekly insiders about what those fundamentals might be. And we would love to, you know, uh, I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time in Discord, but you can imagine things like, uh, swapping uh, the ability to swap digital a- or issue digital assets, fungible, non-fungible, to be able to swap them, to be able to do borrowing lending, to do bridging into other EVMs like Ethereum, 
Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff there, maybe in the NFT marketplace. There's a lot to make sure that this EVM ecosystem is successful. And look, it's not going to be the most successful EVM in the world on day one. Clearly not, right? But importantly, we want to make sure the basics are there and we have a clear roadmap so that we can aggressively pursue it and get an increasingly competitive EVM. So anyway, these are all the things that we're ongoing. Now, finally, the, the, finally, the last thing that I'll mention Zencon Zero, reiterate this. Guys, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, you clearly care about this project. It's clearly interesting to you. Maybe you have some um, you know, vested interest in some way at seeing it successful. Come to Zencon if you can. Now, I know it's a lift. We're in a bear market, and it's taking place in Italy. And not everyone listening to this probably lives in Italy. Um, but that said, this is one of our... Uh, office locations here for Horizon Labs, and we are welcoming the community here to actually come attend this really cool event where you'll learn a lot more about what we're doing, meet the team, deep dive on strategy, product, technology, and so forth. It'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, I'll stop here and we can open it up to Q&A with the last few minutes we have remaining. Very exciting stuff, Rob. Uh, so we have our top three questions for today. And the first one is, what is the team building now that Token Mint is out? Oh, man. Okay. So we have um, one, in particular, we have one game that we're working with a partner to launch on Token Mint. Um, and that, that's kind of the one focal point for Tokenment, but really what this team is doing, I mean, we're, we're a protocol team more than anything. So, uh, you know, all the other laundry list of things that we're doing that I mentioned already, we're, we're working on. So we're more protocol and getting infrastructure out there to market, and we're going to be working with partners. Um, on Tokenment in particular, we're going to start with gaming, just because we think that that's a nice uh, uh, use case for Tokenment. And as of right now, before, so to say like with this alpha, it's all about maturing it so that we can you know, get it to the beta phase, declare it to be stable, integrate it into exchanges, maybe have like a marketplace uh, affiliated with it. Also get the sidechain side chain interoperability capability out there. There's still a lot of foundational stuff that we need to get done before we're really pushing this as a product for the world to build on. So we're going to start small, humble, and get you know uh, partners to um, put deploy some um, very fun games on there. For starters. Exciting stuff. And I love Andrews who wants to play video games. Jeff, that is fantastic. Uh, so the next question is, how many female team members do you have now? Seems Horizon team is pretty well balanced in that regard, contrary to the belief that tech and blockchain are male-dominated fields. It's actually a really good question. Uh, we're actually... Are pretty balanced. Um, I would still like to see more balance, but we, we have a bunch actually. I, I don't know in terms of like tallying. We could get that number for you guys, but we have, um, you know, a, I would say a reasonable percentage now of the total team are female, and that's just awesome. Uh, ranging everything from you know clearly the people hosting this call, uh, Erica. I think it is. Um, <laughs> between the marketing team to the uh, engineering team like to product teams we, we actually have um you know and the business side like all elements of the organization now have females working there and that's something that i think is just really cool relative to you know the, the stereotype of this industry just being like super broy. so yes girl power great great job angie 
And yes, the women on this team are very awesome. <laughs> I was not going to say Erica is awesome. I was not going to oh, say Okay. That. Okay, darn. I was going to say I was going to say robot, but anyway. Uh yeah, that's fair. Okay, fair enough. Uh so the next question is uh has anyone on the team made their own tokens on Token Mint? Heck yeah. We've got a bunch of team members doing that. Um you heard about one over here um that did not share her token. Some sugar, yeah. I, I minted a token as well, Punk, and we've had a bunch of others from... I think Zane minted something. I can't remember the name. I think it's called Zane, the Zane token. Uh, and we have others. We, we have a bunch of them already. So we definitely want to get them out there and have some fun with them. Yes, and uh, I do believe we have a couple other team members that have their own tokens as well, um, and rather a few ambassadors that have their own token, including Love Token by Xavier, one of our wonderful, wonderful ambassadors. But again, if you are interested in creating your own token, um, check out the HDE task uh, that we have linked in chat as well, um, which will reimburse you for some of the fees for creating your own. And that is it for our weekly insider today, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, we'll see you again next Monday for the latest Horizon updates. Have an excellent week, everyone.